0: 2015 the second half of my year in boston it is snowing as it does in a new england winter and with the weather a lackluster winter 2015 anime season ends spring 2015 is around the corner though and it brings a multitude of incredible shows that will set precedence and cement a feeling i had been mulling around for years that anime can do everything on saturday the 4th of april a total lunar eclipse occurs and the season began in earnest in the lineup of shows that may have been the largest number of concurrents that i have ever watched at one time JC Staff's Shokugeki no Soma aired its first episode. Adapting the manga of the same name, Shokugeki sets out to accomplish a task that is not easily done. Story, art, humor, action, hallmarks of the shonen genre often exist without each other or only in brief passing. Successful shows manage these elements and stand out because of it, but even legendaries like Dragon Ball, Naruto, and Bleach fall short of a perfect weaving sometimes. Shokugeki does not fall short, not once thus far. A story of originality and perseverance, this seminal work promises everything and delivers it all on its head. This is not a standard show. Fights are not in a wasteland conveniently far away from the town, they are in the kitchen. Special laser beam moves are dishes invented on the fly, and while the adversary is still a classmate, they are fighting for the same goal as you are at Toski Academy. Style, craft, heart, and a double serving of equal opportunity fan service define the show, and never do the creators forget this. In a world where we expect to intake content that sacrifices some pieces for others, Shokugeki shows us that we can have our souffle and eat it too. I'm Will Hedrick.
1: And I'm Jordan Schaffer. And
0: this is Dog Ears and Timestamps, an anime podcast.
1: Yeah, dude. We did it.
0: There's another anime episode this time, uh, minus the guest that was on the first anime episode that was ever done for this show, and plus regular co-host Jordan Schaffer and recurring guest, Kenneth Garman. Uh,
2: dude, good. Thanks. <laughs> I'm doing great. Um, what'd you think? When'd you watch it? Uh, I watched I started watching this season Saturday, so 2 days ago. Okay. Yeah, days. Three, two days ago. Uh, I thought I thought it was alright. Honestly, like I, it was weird to me going from not watching it like it was a year ago now that we watched season 3. Mm-hmm. Seven, mm-hmm. And I feel like it was a weird stopping point. It was, yeah. Season three, and then it started right the season four, like already in the second bout or whatever was going on. Mm-hmm. I was like completely just jarred. I had to go back and watch a couple episodes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, uh, whenever you were saying, uh, earlier, Jordan, uh, that you realized that you were only like six episodes oh. into the third season when you started watching to be ready for this, uh, episode, uh, I thought that's probably kind of perfect because, like, you know, just said the third season ends in. A weird spot yeah. uh, as far as like continuity is concerned mm-hmm. right, uh, to if, be able yeah. to just pick up at the fourth season a year and a half later mm-hmm. I've really uh, from between airings I think it was two years It is um, okay. it, yeah. it would be it was difficult to do for me at the time
1: yeah. yeah I could definitely see that being weird having just like have it go seamless between the two mm-hmm. I, I thought for just like a brief moment like oh that's kind of a weird spot to stop but a really cool mm-hmm. place to start because we we're like right in the heat of all this stuff right. mm-hmm. um I also thought it was cool how they spaced out the whole first year over these four seasons just because I don't know like I always go one to one you know like Harry Potter one year to one book you know just like right mm-hmm. in my mind that's the way it is and so I was already thinking like when I, you don't think about this show for two years or whatever and then you come back you're like shoot uh plate four does that mean like They're on their fourth year. I don't even think they have four years of high school in Japan. (laughs) It's it's three years, yeah. 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 So uh, so I was thinking wrong on a couple levels, but like, it's cool that we just now finished the first year in these four seasons because it, it, like you were saying, it's like a really good show. So I can't wait to see like how it's going to grow in season two because they Mm -hmm. like revamped the entire school. They like basically rewrote all the laws and theater. Taking (laughs) over the school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, And we went through like, just Central taking over the school and then losing losing power and, like, everybody's mm-hmm. connections to each other because it's not like... didn't even feel like Central was really evil. It just felt like he was... Well, it felt like it was It was one guy a, a guy misguided like, effort, and it was, you know, yeah, it was to
0: try team. and accomplish something that he perceived as uh, and it doesn't even fixing a flaw in the system. And, it, and his uh,
1: idea didn't even seem all that bad. It sounded kind of good, honestly. If you get mm-hmm. everybody to this level, like, that'll... We're five star level. The when it started getting bad was when he was getting rid of all the everybody normal. Well when they're squashing originality,
0: you know, well, you know is what is where of, it when is wrong. Getting rid
1: of diners. I don't even care about really the originality because that comes by person. That you can still teach them the course curriculum and then let their originality bloom somewhere else. I only had the problem But that
0: was the exact opposite of what they were instituting. Their whole thing was that of, they were getting rid of originality. You follow free- the recipe, this is what gourmet is.
1: Right, but they they also, ever since the beginning, they let people with talent shine through. Like, that was always... Well, a yeah, thing in the Academy like, period, but well, what... Well, that was always a thing even with this new leader within, in uh, Central. That's the only reason, like, it even worked, because, well, I mean, you, you could hear it. Like, he, of course, wins everybody over by, like, egging him on. Like, no, try the food or whatever. Like, are you mm-hmm. scared? But it always felt like there was an element of like, if you're still good, you can get through. Not just because... Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like yeah, Just because that's... It seemed like that was... Central was going to say, everybody has to know this curriculum, and then you're approved by Central. But then when it started to get weird for me was when it was like, now we're only going to have Central restaurants. Like, that's the only thing that can exist. Mm -hmm. And they're going to destroy all the... That's when I guess I could say the in, in, uh, individuality and stuff like you could hear a diner that mm-hmm. would have closed down and all these other obviously great spots would have like any hole in the wall, you know, right, place, yeah. would have shut down. So, I mean, I still think like I think that if they had just stuck it to the curriculum at the school, it would have been jarring, but doable, you know, yeah. they could right. have raised mm-hmm. everybody to some that's how a real school would be. They would raise you to this curriculum level, not yeah. just let everybody go off wild and challenge each other and learn from from battles. Like right. this school doesn't make sense with the way they do it, but the way but the it, it makes
0: to. sense with its student body, though, because its student body is full of uh, aspiring chefs that can do things that nobody else can. And so as, you know, it, in this fantasy world, <laughs> right, yeah. it's a, it, it works as a school and it works as an idea for education, uh, where they can, uh, you know, kind of hone abilities and skills and ideas, mm-hmm. uh, you know, by getting education from people who have done it before, but they're all in, you know, in, one, you have to be incredible to even get in, mm-hmm. uh, it's like insanely difficult to get into the school. Uh, and so the, inherently they're already elite and so and, and they're also all uh, able to bring something different and that's what makes the school such like a, a prestigious and kind of beautiful place is that it fosters an idea of doing things your way and that the
1: school that does that yeah it's the feels more like the kids to me it just feels like the group that we're it's a
0: mutual head relationship head. where you know they the both the institution and the student body feed off each other and make that environment
1: i mean but they didn't in season three it was central took over and it didn't let them do that that's they what they i'm, uh, I'm, I'm, do I'm do
0: talking do about that. the original idea of Toski. that, that that's what it is well, and that right. and then central comes in to shake that up
1: I mean, it just yeah, it just didn't feel like the original idea was even that like set in stone, because it sort of seemed like they were going loose-leaf with everything.
0: I mean, they outright say that it is. Yeah. I mean, there's, a, there's a bit when Senzai Domo, uh, the, the former head before his uh, son-in-law comes in, uh, says, this is what Toski was founded on. And he basically says that. It, it, that's basically the statement. Um, but in any case, uh, to bring people into the know who might not watch the show, uh, Shokigeki no Soma is an anime about... A culinary academy, um, and it follows a specific uh, character, uh, Soma uh, Yukihiro Soma, who uh, is kind of like this uh, your standard character. Uh, you know, you're kind of like a mm, what's the word that I want to look for? He's kind of like your tramp and lady of the Tram- lady and the tramp. You know, he's like kind of like rough around the edges. He is irreverent. He doesn't have any official uh, education when it comes to uh, culinary arts. Uh, he just ran the the diner with his dad uh, who we at some at a point find out is like uh, this legendary chef uh, you know world renowned uh, dominated Totsuki whenever he was there before he left um,
1: i mean he was only second seat so <laughs> and
0: and <laughs> didn't uh, dominate, did dominate. <laughs> <laughs> and yuki Hira, uh, ends up being forced to go to Totsuki by his dad because his dad decides he's going to go on a journey. And uh, obviously, you know, as we know with hindsight, uh, 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 Joey Chiro his dad uh, knows that he wants to send him there so that he can learn because it's time for him to learn. Like he did, he didn't think that he could teach him anything anymore at the diner. Uh, and so Yuki here kind of just comes into this school that's established. Uh, he, uh, it's like a, an academy system where you can start there in middle school. He's transferring in in high school so all the characters that we see have already been there for three years and are established in the student body know the ways and he comes in and is just like eh, I'm gonna be number one uh fuck all you guys like y'all haven't run a diner y'all don't know what cooking is
1: that's interesting I didn't I, sh- I probably should have realized that but I did not realize that they were could have been at the school for a couple years before I sort of thought it was like a high school that you had to Get accepted into, mm-hmm. and I thought that they all kind of got accepted in, but they had been like I, th- I sort of thought he came in part way through the semester, which I think, which is obviously what you're saying makes more sense that uh, that he came in, you know, three years after basically everybody else that mm-hmm. had been in for a while. But uh, yeah, I thought he sort of just busted in half, like part way through the semester, like he like you know, and then he yeah sort of
3: shown <laughs> about
0: everybody. But. He transfers in for the start of the first high school year cool. uh, for his class. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that all of the characters that we uh, end up knowing have all been there for the three years of middle school. Right. Maybe like the Aldini brothers transferred in two years into middle school or something like that. It doesn't outright, like, as we get the character introductions, it doesn't outright say, he's been here for three years, he's been here for two <laughs> years, or anything like that, you know. Uh, but I, I know that Megumi has been there for the three years of middle school, I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, so it, it's I think that it can be assumed that Every, everybody that we end up seeing has been there for, you know, at a minimum a couple of years. And then Yukihira comes in and, you know, turns everything upside down.
1: Yeah. Well, okay, what did you think uh, about the the anime? Well, did, did you, like, obviously that was a nice, nicely well-written, like, intro for well, it. You. So do you think that that was, like, your favorite anime of all time? Like, does it, does it, because it, it's probably in I'd probably throw it up in the top, but I don't know if I'd mm-hmm. ever put it on top. You know, like I I'd, think I'd that it it's there.
0: my favorite. Okay. Really? Um, That's I, the
1: vibe I was getting from your intro, which mm-hmm. was, I, I mean, I really liked it.
0: it yeah. was, the, uh, oh, thank you. Uh, the, it's, the, there are things about it that I recognize are not as good as other shows. I think that currently um, the best thing that is happening in anime is Boku no Hero Academia. I think that is hands down the best show. Uh, might possibly be one of the best anime objectively speaking of all time yeah um there are other things that obviously stand out uh, you know ghibli films and mm-hmm. uh you know all sorts of you know legendary uh you know a, a phrase that i always use whenever we're talking about things cultural touchstones of anime mm-hmm. um you know cowboy bebop things like that will always be on top and always be referenced for all time uh, but i think that my hero academia is up there yeah. um yeah. and i, I it, and while i know that that is a better show overall as a package from an objective standpoint i am consistently more excited for food wars
1: nice yeah it's very cool i mean uh, so what do you think Kenneth? where's that like rate right on your sort of scale? honestly
2: like i feel like I, I loved it when i started watching the will uh, i feel like i'm starting to like cool on it a little bit is it for is it like and, the long wait in between seasons maybe or is it just
1: the, I, honestly, is it the like premise of the show like i what, think a little bit you? of the,
2: the premise of the show just how everything comes down to like explaining what they did you know mm-hmm. yeah and that it, it, it gets a little tiring for me and, I, and i'm and i think if they they keep on like building on what they got with more like character development and stuff like that which i'm sure they will and i hope they will mm-hmm. then i think i'll mm-hmm. be back in but this, especially this season i felt like it was just you know geki after geki, yeah and just like explaining how they made it and it wasn't much like inner dialogue between people other than yeah like remembering what their interactions were it was like flashbacks yeah almost every mm-hmm every episode you know right i yeah, think i got a little tired yeah i can see that it is
0: sort of like and, and and that is kind of like a a trope of shonen shows is that they spend all the time fighting right mm-hmm. and then yeah. they go into depth about how piccolo learned how to regenerate and you know all that sort of stuff yeah, you know
2: tell
0: yeah exactly like it's a it's a thing that happens all the time yeah Uh, and different shows it's just uh, the you know the presentation of this is different in that you know it's it's cooking rather than fighting well this season Uh,
1: was special too because you're right we started midway into the like the finale of this all-star shokugeki between central and the rebels mm -hmm. and then that's all we did the whole season like the last Mm -hmm. episode had a lot of wrap-up and it had a lot of like kind of nice things like Megumi mm-hmm. got to go on her journey and we got to see her yeah, learn a lot that cool. and, and stuff like that, that that was more prominent in the other seasons I think yeah. would bring the show back because like this you're right the season was all battles and I could see that kind of being a little not like jarring but it does take away from the story I'd say a little mm-hmm. bit because I, I feel like the whole time we kind of knew who's going to win like it, I feel like the good guys usually always win but maybe right. we don't mm-hmm. know how mm-hmm. and yeah. And so I, I guess this season I was just kind of like waiting for the to like figure out how how we did win. But mm-hmm. I mean, there 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 was always doubt too throughout. I, I just I mm-hmm. still had faith that it was like a classic shonen and that we'd win in the end because uh, Soma is not like the most interesting guy. You know, he's like, he's basically like what Will and I've described a lot of times now in in all of our like you know uh, like books and uh, anime that we've watched. It's just like it seems like everything revolves around one simple character and everybody around them... Well,
0: they're often a vessel for the viewer. Exactly.
1: And so, I don't know, I I got that here too, you know. It's Mm -hmm. just that he was kind of simple and just like you were saying, like this last season was just like all fighting and no real growth for anybody else. So it just sort of felt like a Mm kind of simple season. But um, I don't know, I I really like the show all in all. The only thing is, is like, I always have to say this disclaimer when I tell people about the show. It's a little embarrassing to get like caught watching because, because, <laughs> yeah like, it, 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 it's not like you could somebody could walk in and be like oh what the heck? like i get exactly what's going on like because a lot of times they'll be tasting food and then like you know somebody's shirt will fly off it, it because of how amazing it is it'll blow that it'll blow, knock their socks off basically mm-hmm. you know but a lot of time it's very sexualized and and I mean, I don't care because it, I'm used to that just from a lot of anime, but it's one of those things that like, I would want to watch on my phone if I was back home at my mom's house, you know, I would right, say, yeah. like, hey, can I throw this up on the TV? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I wouldn't do that with my hero either, but like, I would be more willing to be like, hey mom, watch this, uh, th- right. check out this cool power from this show. Mm-hmm, than, mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I think I really liked about this show, not to negate, you know, because that's like a small detail, like a small little thing, because I mm-hmm. enjoyed it all, all in all, but... You Know it is a little embarrassing to get caught, but um, the other thing I liked was how they were able to implement a sort of superpower element to it like, not really a superpower, but like, I, I hate to say quirk because that's from the other show, <laughs> that we're in, you know, but like, it's just everybody has their own sort of special talent, yeah. And uh, there's the god tongue, there's the um, the guy that could mimic, I forgot what it was called, tracing, uh, tracing? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> trace, and uh, <laughs> so that was pretty cool, and then there's that little girl with like the. I don't remember what her power was. She it felt like she had a power, but I couldn't figure she,
0: it out. She like has an inherent knowledge of what's cute. Yeah. Oh, okay. And she's a patissiere, so she you know makes desserts and things like that. Oh, Okay. And, uh, but but yeah, yeah everybody kind of has like a like an individualistic skill set.
1: And some of them did seem kind of almost like, well, I mean the the trace that's pretty that's like superhuman, you know, like that. Right. Yeah. That, that was what. That There's was definitely
0: something. things in the show that are. Uh, supernatural like Arena's god tongue is you know obviously like probably probably the most unreal thing in that show you don't think something Uh,
1: like that could exist that I feel like that would exist before tracing yeah perfect palette Maybe not innately knowing all the things about mm-hmm. training, because I think that's kind of what it, it insinuated mm-hmm. that she knew everything, like from oh her, from like, birth. Yeah, there was but, like uh, she was like
0: suckling like, like, at her mom's breast, and then commented that it lacks depth. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so yeah, it's just like an inherent ability. <laughs> yeah, so
1: that that's obviously like that. I don't think that could happen, but yeah. I feel like maybe there probably is a, a quote unquote God tongue out there that could maybe break things down. But mm-hmm.
0: um, it's sort of like it, it, like obviously, there's probably like an individual out there who has a better palate than anybody else on the planet, right? I'm sure there's somebody like, that can copy. Just you. like in the same way <laughs> yeah. that like there's there's an individual out there who is the largest person on the planet. There's yeah. an individual out there who can jump higher than anybody else on the planet. Like all these things exist by nature of existence mm-hmm. um, but for it to be like a defined thing that you have a perfect like a, a, an objectively perfect palette and everybody can recognize that ability as being set in stone that yes you have the perfect palate, and nobody will ever be better than you at that is in- that's pretty cool. impossible okay. <laughs> yeah. you can't quantify that you know taste right is yeah subjective you know? yeah like- mm-hmm.
1: that's i love the fact that she's got like the best taste So they like in, uh, I guess it was season three that they were doing it because she had just moved into the, like the dorms with them. Mm -hmm. They were like all running their meals by her. And she's like, well, hopefully you took my advice and wait, you didn't do anything I said. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, yeah, because I, I I don't want to do that. I want to do it. And that was, I don't know. They, they know what would be quote unquote like perfect, but like it's predictable, I guess, you know, and that's kind of the whole idea behind the show is that it's not pre- like they're doing the unexpected and the extraordinary. And, uh, I will, and I were talking before the show about, um, uh, the, an episode where they were cooking venison. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was really interesting just having worked with venison like a lot recently and just like, I was paying real close attention and, uh, you know, he was facing off against the number one seat and, uh, and it was an unofficial geki, but it was like, he was cooking backstrap and then, um, Soma was cooking like a piece of the thigh and uh, he did something he learned, like, from, I think, season two, where he minced up the onions and uh, garlic or something, and he, and he like, s- lets it sit mm-hmm. on it and, like, uh, tenderize the meat by, mm-hmm. like, breaking it down. It, they explain right. it in the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, the other guy just had a better cut from the animal, and then, like, it was, like, the harmony of, like, the sauces. I don't know. That was <laughs> it was just really fun to watch that. I don't remember why I brought them up, but, like, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's fun watching them go through all the different things with... Uh, everything. Do you think mm-hmm. you'd ever try any of those recipes with them? Yeah, actually I was trying to I was uh I was looking up the recipes and will said that there are some online and uh I don't I don't think all of them are on there and I think mm-hmm. that they're coming out with a book or if they don't already have it um for, with the recipes in it because mm-hmm. it I saw that you could could buy like the official cookbook of uh, Shokugeki so um it just the one recipe I did look up. It said uh, sixty minute prep time, thirty minute cook time. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> for a, almost for a meal that might be impossible to cook. Right, I mean, right. Right. Um, but yeah, we're, I mean, we were talking about the. Oh yeah, I remember why I brought up this venison meal. Just because um, they did something that I don't know if you can do with venison, but obviously, I mean, I, I guess you can do it, but. Mm-hmm. The way they, they wrote it into the show, Will was kind of uh, – I had a problem with it initially, and then Will was like, no, they're doing like the unexpected and the almost impossible. And what, what he did was he cooked the venison backstrap on like tendons and, uh, and like the trimmings, you know, like the fatty pieces. Mm-hmm. And um, venison fat, from what I understand, you're not really able to use it to cook because when it like breaks down and gets uh, – into like a greasiness it it it's very oily and like waxy mm. and he was using that oil that or he was using like the natural oils from like the tendons that it was cooking on because it wasn't cooking directly on the heat to add more flavor and you know it, it's cool that he was able to do that it's just it's it i would like to i guess i guess now i want to know like i wonder if the the writer for this really knows his cooking or is mm. just is just going off the fact that like they're doing the unexpected and they're making what seems like it shouldn't work, blow you out of the water and really, mm-hmm. really work, you know? Right. And so I think way, that it's... it's cool. I just I right. want to know. <laughs> I think
0: that it's probably that, it, you know, it's, a, it's an exercise in displaying uh, the practical element of the theory. Like they, you know, by the books and, you know, on paper, all these things are possible, mm-hmm. But it would take somebody near superhuman to be able to pull it off correctly. Yeah. Yeah, it and that's what these kids are, is that they're near near superhuman cooks in an animated series that can do all the things that, you know, a, a regular person would have uh, all the difficulty in the world trying to do uh, with a team of people, yeah. You know? And so I, I think that's what it is, uh, is that these things probably are impossible <laughs> oh, really? uh, or like next to impossible, yeah. um, but... Be, because the conceit is that these people are uh, beyond uh, imagination as far as skill goes, mm-hmm. they can do it. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know? I love the sauce element to like everything in the show. It always seems like the sauce comes like really heavily into play. And I like mm-hmm. have no experience with sauce, Same. so that that would probably be the big thing that I would want to actually learn from from the show is like yeah. how to do some sauces. Um, mm-hmm. What's the French? There's like a. We should all know. They said it in the show. It's like a, it's like the base for like a French sauce. It's always what? hmm, An au jus? Au jus something like that, right? Isn't that like, I think there's, I don't yes, know. That's,
2: that's a, I don't know what that is. I think that just means kind of like sauce in French. I'm okay. not sure.
0: Mm, yeah, I don't know.
2: Well, I know that that's like a popular element, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Yeah, sure. um, I will say I'm really impressed with like the variety of stuff. They come up with and mm-hmm. just like it's all super creative, and it sounds like it'd be awesome. And Everyone's it's not like, just
0: Japanese cuisine either. Yeah,
2: they, they go through a lot of different types. In of fact, cuisine.
0: they it's seem so to cool. shy away from featuring Japanese cuisine, yeah. except for the couple of scenarios where the character in question specializes in it. You know, yeah. oh, yeah, um, like, like Ishiki's uh, friend or childhood friend, uh, the yeah, the soba girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know her and Ishiki are from like uh, very storied, prestigious mm-hmm. culinary families. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that's their specialty is Japanese cuisine, yeah. but they're like the only ones, everybody else, the only one that comes close to being a specialist in Japanese cuisine that we see regularly, at least because there's a couple of people in the elite 10 that yeah. do things, mm-hmm. you know, specifically like that. Um, but even then, like the, the, uh, the sushi guy is just, he just makes sushi. Like he, <laughs> yeah. he, he that's pretty much problem. all he does. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it, but Soma does, you know, just, it's just like diner takes on Japanese meals and stuff like that. But, so even he is not strictly Japanese. He's, you know, doing like a working man's version of Japanese cuisine.
1: It does feel like a lot of his stuff does feel kind of Japanese to me, I guess. Um, I haven't seen anything like innately. I'm, I'm The only one thing I can think of is like innately American because I know he goes and does like he studies the French cuisine with that one guy. Mm-hmm. He studies with him at his stagiaire, or however you say it. You the stagiaire,
0: uh, or whatever is, I think that's how they <laughs> say it. Which is, it's like an Italian uh, word for, like, internship, basically. I
2: feel like there's just not that much American, like, gourmet food. You know? Yeah, I, I, I can't... Yeah, yeah. What would, what would like be barbecue? Gourmet? Yeah, yeah, and I feel like he's done... That's like, kind America's
0: of, so like, hard. the only thing that, like, we created. Like, yeah. we created jazz and barbecue. Like, that's all America's <laughs> done, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
2: I'm trying to think
1: of the only thing that I can think of is it was like a burger. <laughs> I'm like just imagining yeah. burgers. Right. I don't think they've made one in the show. I know he that did. might but not he, even be him here. Is it, is he did burgers? one. He did this. It's just ground meat. I think yeah, I it comes from, mind. I think
0: it was originally a German I thing.
1: Yeah. There, I, th- I think there was like an Earl like that made the sandwich, you know? like <laughs> Oh he, like, yeah. That's like the everything. story. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Um, and then, uh, that's probably the birth of that too. You yeah. know? Um, I don't know, obviously, but uh, yeah, I guess we don't really have a whole lot of American cuisine. I, mm-hmm. I did like that episode where he, like he pulled the uh, like the the two big but um, wing bones out of the chicken wing, and then he stuffed it with stuff, and then he like mm-hmm. deep fried them and like parmesan and stuff. And I think it was it was right when Central like took over in season three, and they were like making it so you. You uh, like no, no more clubs were allowed, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so they were challenging them to shokugekis because that was still to like save the of, clubs, yeah. and that was still part of like the old system before the new system took place. Like, they were still allowed to do like the old rules one mm-hmm. more time, and then you know, Soma ends up being the one of the only like the first one to actually get a fair uh, fair shokugeki. But mm-hmm. um, that meal looked really good. It, it, the parmesan kind of throws me off because I think I cooked with parmesan that day. And I had used too much, so I was, so I was thinking, like, oh, I could see him over. <laughs> I was judging him. I was like, man, I can see the Parmesan overtaking me. Uh... <laughs> but, right. uh, yeah, I don't know. That that was probably, like, that was something I had never even thought of, to stuff, like, stuff into, the, uh, like, the wing of mm-hmm. the chicken and then make, it like, a little popper or whatever. Like,
0: right. I don't know. That was cool. Yeah. Usually you would stuff things with meat. Right. Not stuff, stuff meat. meat. <laughs> except for, like, like, turkeys you know like obviously yeah. people stuff turkeys for thanksgiving mm-hmm. but that's that's kind of like the only time that that frequently happens at least i guess you know obviously you can do anything you want in the kitchen it might not turn out well but you can do whatever but yeah it's, it's typically you put meat into things <laughs> not the other way around we
2: should have cooked for this podcast yeah uh, right so
0: yeah
1: cool. do you ever watch this show and you're not eating no i'm always eating
0: i don't keep many snacks around the house so okay. pretty frequently i don't have anything to eat like if i'm going to eat something it's because i'm making a meal so yeah. I mean, oftentimes I will, you know, schedule watching anything around, you know, OK, I'm going to have dinner in about an hour. So I'll get that ready and then I'll sit down and watch stuff while I'm eating. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I just but, kept finding things to eat. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, I, did, I did that. Like I scheduled my meal It's easy like, to want to.
0: I yeah, always yeah. think, why don't I keep snacks at the house? I just, I
1: just kept like eating and like I'd go off and like I don't even think I would cook. I cooked a little bit, but I was like cooking small things like throughout, and then mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. yeah, found a way to eat for like two hours while watching. <laughs> like, this isn't good. I keep eating, <laughs> yeah. so but you know, it was Super Bowl day, so I was like, whatever. I can, I'll be right. eating like everybody else. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> what is your favorite dish that they've done?
1: The venison one, just because mm-hmm. I paid so much attention to it. Like mm-hmm. I really watched him do it and uh I, 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 that's when I wanted to get like learn how to do a sauce you know because like, uh, I feel like that would really um that would really bring my venison my my cooking venison up a, up a notch like if I could learn how to make like a like a nice well he had like a red and a gold sauce mm-hmm. so one was the base for the other like the gold was the base for the red sauce that he did like red wine vinaigrette or something in there too mm-hmm. but uh that would be cool. I'd like to learn like make that recipe. I'd like to try some of the like the doing the onions, the like the onion and garlic thing that like where you to break it, down yeah, the meat, the make, mm-hmm. make meat more tender and him doing that with venison, like both of those venison meals and then having the uh the shokugeki about that. That one was really just personally interesting for me just having recently spent a lot of time handling venison. So mm-hmm. that was why I think it stuck to me, but
2: yeah, so I think that was my favorite. <laughs> for me, I think it's either the bear one the bear, mm. the bear versus alligator or, no, no, no. The or whenever he's a uh,
0: fighting Hayama when they're still in the oh, and yeah, yeah. still in the Totsuki train arc doesn't
2: he use like berries yeah or something yeah it's, I don't
0: know it, I just, it's so in it made depth my, it made my mouth the crack. amount of research that they do to come up with these outrageous ideas is is certainly with the I think that the bear one really accentuates that level of research that they do yeah to for him to you know one go through all the troubles of making bear tasty and not smell terrible and, and part of that is using the berries that bears eat because it, you know, you are what you eat in a way <laughs> where, you know, whatever it is that you eat, you then, to some varying degree, then taste like that thing that you've eaten because it is now inside of you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Those flavors are just like complimentary. Like right. Mm-hmm. You, you know, know mm-hmm. you
1: there's a bear that um, is like, like a rare uh, bear that you can eat. That's it's called a blueberry bear, and it's a bear that is gorging on blueberries right before hibernation, and he's eaten so many blueberries that it tints the fat and the meat a blue, a bluish oh, color.
0: Like like
3: flamingos so and shrimp. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, and and so like that's it. So it's that's a real bear out there. There's also like the even lesser less common like avocado bear. It's like a bear that like goes through these valleys and that's eats. that's the kind just, of bear like, I want to be. <laughs> I want to be an avocado bear. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, the blueberry bear is like, it's, it is a real thing. And mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I've seen it on like meat eater. I've seen him talk about eating it and I was just, that would be, that was kind of cool. Cause like that bear ate so much blueberries that it like, you know, it, it seeped into the meat. Mm-hmm. But um, I have also heard of bears like when, you know, during like the salmon run or whatever, like they eat so much fish that the bear smells fishy. Like and mm-hmm. that would that would honestly kinda of gross me out. I've never it. had really an issue recently as of the last couple of years with like a quote unquote gaminess, because I don't treat anything as being gamey. I treat it as like that's just what the animal tastes like. I'm used mm-hmm. to right. cow. a uh, cow eating corn. That's what I'm used to right. eating. Mm-hmm. And and even grass fed cow is different tasting than than yeah. a, mm-hmm. you know, corn fed cow. So just I try not to think of the word gamey because it has a negative connotation, and every time it gets thrown around in this show, it just, it, it, like, they made it, made it sound like bear, bear meat smelled bad. I don't, I've never, I've never skinned and butchered a bear, but I, the only bear meat I've ever heard of that smells bad is the fish one, you know, the one that ate a bunch of fish, so, I, I know they're filling to appease the masses, but, like, dealing with a bunch of wild game, and cooking wild game, I, I don't. I don't like the word gamey, but I can't, mm-hmm. I'm not going to change, that, that's not like a complaint for the show.
2: It's just, it's, that, that is just something that I have, I've thought about a lot. Mm-hmm. I like that, that bear meal was cool. Yeah, yeah. That one, That one is either that one or the seafood ramen one from like the first season or
0: think From the autumn yeah, elections? Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good episode. He just
2: threw like <gasps> every kind of seafood in the ramen, it was like super spicy too, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought he had like a bag of, he always ends up having like bags of. Well, Snacks there, there was something. another one, though. That I'm not talking about the one that uh, y- has Yukihira. Mm-hmm. That he did. It was the, the seafood guy with the red... Alice's, oh, like, assistant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, like, go psycho when he puts his headband mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Nice. Forgot about that. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think that that was the final, uh, when it was uh, him, Hayama, and Soma Three. going for... Like, it was a three-way battle. Yeah. Um, and I think that's. I, I think that was that one yeah. um, in the autumn elections. That was such a good series, the autumn elections. I yeah, thought that it was, it was great. Yeah. Um, that's probably the, the. There's a lot about the train arc that I really like, but I think that the autumn election arc was probably my favorite series of episodes. Yeah.
1: What was your favorite meal? Uh,
0: I it, it, I think that it's the um, the bear as well. Yeah. I think that that episode. There's uh, there's so many things about that episode that are great um or the i think it was like two episodes really mm-hmm. um you know cuz it's a it's a uh, saving hiyama from central uh, you know reminding him who he is and all that sort of stuff and you know go through that sort of like character stuff uh, both of the, the meals by both hiyama and soma were really uh, good and enticing and uh, interesting mm-hmm. um in the way that the show makes you know dishes uh, interesting uh and with you know we also get to see Alice's dad uh, for the first time, he's the judge, uh, um, right. he's got the, the glasses and the really heavy, like kind of like lightning bolt eyebrows. Yeah. Uh, and that's, it's also an introduction of a new version of the, um, the ability that the, uh, uh, Naki's have, uh, where it, for the longest time we had only seen, uh, um, Ariana's grandfather just mm-hmm. go bare chested, uh, <laughs> whenever something was so good. But then, uh, Alice's dad, who I can't remember his name right now, his version of that bloodline trait is that he makes other people's clothes explode (laughs) off, (laughs) and it's just like really interesting to see uh, that because it's just like stupid, goofy stuff. It's
2: weird that you know they show all those like orgasmic moments where everyone's Mm -hmm. clothes are ripping off, but it's not actually ripping off, right?
0: Most of the time it's not, but with the uh, uh, mm Nakis, they they literally are, yeah. Uh, everything else is, yeah, like, their, like, internal vision of, you know, what it's making them feel like. It's such an amazing flavor or yeah. whatever, um, which but is something I that actually- they sort of kind of got away with uh, or got away from uh, in the last couple of seasons. Where, like, in the beginning, whenever we're seeing Ariana describe things, she's always coming up with, like, these absolutely bizarre uh, descriptions of stuff like it's like i'm in a onsen and then there's a gorilla <laughs> <laughs> like like it was almost perfect but then there's a fucking gorilla there you know like she and it's always these like elaborate scenes that are being painted um and that was sort of like the other side of the same coin of everybody having like the orgasmic moments or whatever and then they kind of got away from like Ariana doesn't do that anymore after like the first season and a half yeah. um Probably because it was too much to come up with those descriptions. <laughs> it was like too much effort to come up with like the most like outlandish thing that they could come up with after like you know six or seven of those instances. Um,
1: did you uh, did you read the manga for this Will?
0: No, I have not.
1: Yeah, I have not either. But because uh, I want to... to watch the show, is yeah, what it is. The show's the show's awesome, and the, the one thing I guess I just wanted to say about like like giving the show a little more props is like I noticed in season three, like the intro and the ending changed. Like partially through, usually
0: that's what happens every cur. So, whenever you have like a 12 or 13 episode, uh, you know, like a a cur is a 12 or 13 episode segment, and in like the third season where there's uh 24 25 episodes, that's a two cur season. And typically, uh, almost universally, I've never seen it not be this way. Whenever you enter the new cur, you get a new intro and ending.
1: Well, this one had something at the end of season three where it changed like the last three episodes, is Mm -hmm. when I started noticing. And I mean, I guess if that's the end of the curve, then maybe, but it was like, it was right.
0: Um, Sometimes they'll do it for effects.
1: Yeah. and Well, it fit in perfectly with what they were talking about. Cause it was all about how, uh, Yukihiro's dad was, it was like the, the flashback episode for him talking about his time at the university and where how like, uh, he, he was just like, he was having a great time learning how to cook and like, mm-hmm. he was having fun cooking. And then he took on that, uh, that team Shokugeki on his own. And he sort of almost got full of himself where he was like, unbeatable and then he wasn't having fun anymore and then uh, it, it showed like the imagery of him like traveling through a desert and like mm-hmm. some messed up clothes and like really struggling and, and then like by the end of the episode he's like I wonder how you know Yuki Hi- so I don't think he would have said Yukihiro that's his last name uh, I wonder how Soma would have done doing mm-hmm. this and uh, and it just shows basically him and Soma in the same clothes that his dad was in but he's got a smile on he's not as tired right it's just like he's he, he never loses that uh, that passion for creativity and mm-hmm. and, uh, and growth and the fun in cooking, you know. And um, and then right after that, the ending credits were them going through like in weathering the the, the storm like together. It was right. like mm-hmm. that story again, and I was like, man. And it was like them like laying side by side, and that was like the ending for the next couple episodes. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, that's cool. Like, I don't notice that normally with uh, with anime because a lot of times I'll skip I'll skip the intro mm-hmm. and ending and 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 that one was just one that I was like, oh, damn, that's cool. Like, that's, they put a lot of extra work into it, I thought. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, yeah. guess, I guess I didn't know either that um, that's a common thing in anime that they'll have, like, the, through different, like, arcs, they'll have different endings. Because I know through different seasons they'll have different endings and stuff. Right. But I never noticed, like, in, you know, mid-season. So this was, like, one of the first times I noticed that. And uh, mm-hmm. it was right mm-hmm. at the end when a big thing happened. And it was, like, you know, wrapping it up in uh It's almost like the the ending song was just kind of... Trying to give like more justice to like the scene that happened, and it's just it's really cool. It was really well done.
0: Mm-hmm. There is one of my favorite things that happens in anime is when they then reprise the original opening song. Um, mm-hmm. And like in uh, Shokugeki's case, like the opening the the opening sequence for the first season is by far the best. Uh, that song is great. The opening is great. It sets the stage uh, and the tone of the show like perfectly. Uh, and there's a point at, in, I think it might be in the third season, maybe it's in the second season, I can't remember, but there's a, a, a bit towards the end of the season where something's happening and they do another thing that is one of my favorite things in anime is whenever this uh, episode or the season is ending and they don't show the credits, they just start playing the music over the top yeah. of what's happening mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, it just, it, it's like really emotional and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. That, but in this, in this season. <laughs> mm hmm. They'll definitely it, it, it happens a lot whenever something extremely dramatic is going yeah. on, you know, and they need that extra two and a half minutes of runtime to uh-huh. be able to get apart what it is you know, across what they're trying to get across before getting into the next episode. Uh, but there's there was a point in the third season where they do that and they reprise the original opening song. And I was like, this is just the greatest like, thing ever. I, I love that kind of stuff. Um, and that opening like I said is the best of the rest of them and a lot of them are also really good as well but that one's just so good I think that it's a a perfect like distilled moment of the entire series Uh, it it is that opening in my opinion
1: yeah I'm trying to think I think I know the song but it's it's. I'm sure when it like it came on it made me just as happy because I know that Mm -hmm. exact feeling you're talking Mm -hmm. about like of just like when they play it over and it's dude. that's a really that's always like a cool
2: scene Mm -hmm. yeah what did y'all think of the the ending? Like how they won and, and how all that went down? Because like it was it was partly like they won because of that dude's power to blow everyone's clothes off. Mm-hmm. So that was, was I thought it was gonna be kind of like a throwaway joke, you know? Right. But then he like he was, you know like I thought it was pretty
0: cool. betrayed by his base instincts. Yeah. Like he he knows that it's a great dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, In his mind, he doesn't want to admit it because it goes against everything that he's trying to accomplish by, you know, with Central and uh, eliminating originality because his whole thing is that he was uh, Jodichiro's you know, kohai and really respected him and saw the fall that he went through, you know, being the constant pioneer and being alone in that and how it like broke him apart. And, And so he was like, I don't want anybody to ever have to do that because that ruined him as a chef. Mm-hmm. and we should all continue to want to be chefs or whatever like you said he's got like you know uh, benevolent intentions uh he's just misguided yeah. um it, and so you know it, it goes it's against him to see his daughter do these original and you know rebellious things against him but he knows that it's an incredible dish and so you know his clothes exploding off was like just betrays him and you know that's how they one i thought that it was a really good ending uh, for oh, the season um Hopefully not for the series. The manga has completed. I'm not sure how much further ahead it is than where we are in the season right or the series uh, right now. I was a um, little
2: worried because it felt like a series. It, it does it's
0: feel seen. sort of like an ending. Yeah. It's kind of like I mean the thing is is that it yeah. can I think that they can get away with making it feel like an ending because it is an ending of sorts where you know we get through the m- most major conflict that has happened so far in the series. Mm-hmm we're also sending off all the third years like rindo and uh, uh, what's his name uh, the number one C I can't remember his name white hair uh, the like they go off because they've graduated now and you know they're going out to do their thing other third years you know graduating like uh, uh, Ishiki um, so it, it is an ending because we're losing characters and we're gonna get new characters presumably um, and then our main characters uh, at least as you know like our main three are, Soma, Arena, and uh, Megumi. They're progressing on to be second years now and they're kind of running the show. Um, So it it does. That was kind of weird that. uh,
2: What's her name, Arena?
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Isn't like the director now or something? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's weird.
0: Well, like, because it has to be. Someone from the Nocatee family. But she's still a student. Right?
1: But just why? Just... Why does it have to be? Yeah.
0: Because it's like... A, it's just the... A... Because
1: it's tradition? Because that's
0: down. Yeah, because... Well, <laughs> in the same way that, uh, like, you know, the Patriots are probably always going to be owned by the Kraft family. You know? I don't
2: get that but reference. they don't... They don't <laughs> own the school, though, do they?
0: Or do they? I don't think that they do. Yeah,
2: yeah
1: so I don't, I don't... I didn't understand why it had to be her.
0: Well, because it couldn't be... Uh, now that... Um, Her dad has been removed from office uh, and they, yeah, because he was already at one point and failed. And so he was like, you know, like I I failed to maintain and let this happen. So, you know, like the code of honor, I'm not going to then try to, you know, take the spot back or whatever. Um, Alice's father is uh, got like his research facility in uh, uh, Finland or wherever it is. And so he's busy doing that. And so she's next in line. Yeah, it, just,
2: it seems silly that she's still in school and now. She's like the director. I that's feel like a, that's probably the. I thought one. it was going to go to the, to Soma's dad's friend or the the third mm-hmm. guy in the the group. Oh, um, he does. He owns like some huge.
0: He owns. Yeah, food he industry. he's the head chef at uh, the the uh, Totsuki Hotel. Okay. Um, Dojima Senpai, the yeah, yeah. Uh, bald guy who's always wearing a brown suit. <laughs> yeah, um, he's always stretching in the bath. <laughs> Uh, I mean, who's the... I thought for a second that it was going to be Joe I thought it was going to be Soma's dad.
1: I th- yeah. I didn't,
0: yeah I didn't... And then whenever they explained that, like, no, it's a, it, you know, the director is always a knockity. I was like, okay, I get it.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of took that as, like, the director had always been. <laughs> not like it has to always be a knockity. Because mm-hmm. that just, that's kind of weird to me. I don't yeah. know. That I, It's not, like, a huge complaint, I guess. It's, it's yeah. just, It. I, I agree with you, Kenneth. I think that... Um, her being in school still and then being in charge of the school is very weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think that mm-hmm. that makes sense uh, academically, for one. So, like, she... Like, if like if I ran UT and then I <laughs> also going. was going to school there, like, I would definitely give myself a diploma, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> right. But, of course, yeah, I'd probably get an honorary diploma if I was mm-hmm. a, elected uh, the owner of, you know, the University of Texas. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That... Of course, you know my family hasn't owned the University of Texas for generations, so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that is that is what they're doing with yeah. her. But I don't know. That, that was.
0: A, I mean, it was it's bad. it's a fictional world. I mean, <laughs> you're kind of getting in the weeds about something weird, you yeah, know. For them
1: <laughs> to go into all this detail about the food, for them to just throw it away, like okay, now she runs the school. It's yeah. like that was a big deal. That was two seasons figuring out who's going to run the school, and now you're mm-hmm. just like, I mean, it was already basically run by the kids and like the inspiring ones by the elite ten, but like. I guess that was a creative way to make her not in the elite 10 and still have Soma be number 1 in mm-hmm. the elite 10. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like that would because she is the like uh the director now, I feel like that would be a good way to end the show because I don't know where yeah. they they can go now. It seems like that should have been like after she graduated, now she's a director or yeah. something like that. Yeah, like that, like the Shokugeki of Shokugeki's, like that super final last one like that. Mm. That should have been maybe the end of the show. (laughs) I don't know. I just, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. where. I'm
0: not sure where they would go from at this point either. I I, I really don't know. Uh, But I don't think that I ever really knew. Certainly, like, even after, like, the first season, I was kind of like, okay, well, how far can they go with this premise Mm. where it's, you know, like, he's already gotten into school and he's overcome the adversity of being the new guy that made everybody mad at the commencement ceremony uh and and he's kind of like not at that point had he won over arena uh, uh, but had kind of made headway into you know like her personality and it's you don't always have because for the first season she's the bad guy you know she wants to kick him out of school um and you know kind of gets past that barrier uh, in the first season and i was like but how are they just going to constantly like we're going to get like eight seasons of him climbing the ladder through food battles like i don't know how they're going to do it and they ended up doing a really good job of it, it delineating from that path and doing the things that they've done in the you know successive seasons with the train arc and blah blah um so you know I, i've already been in this spot where i didn't know what they were going to do and they delivered and so, we'll, hopefully, they'll continue to do that in the coming seasons.
1: I mean, you you kind of knew what they were doing, though, right? Like, I kind of knew what they were going to do the whole but time. yeah, you knew eventually they were going to try to get
2: to the ten top ten. Like yeah, the, that's the goal. To that. be you didn't know that Central was going to come, obviously. No, I didn't, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, but you know that in the same way that yeah. we always knew Naruto was going to be Hokage at some point. I
1: didn't point. know that. I mean, I kind of believed he would be, but, like, mm-hmm. I didn't know until, honestly, until... Uh, Boruto came out that he was Hokage, and mm. I, I, I quit watching it. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it took too long for him to become Hokage. I think it was too to
0: obvious him. that he was going to be Hokage all along. It was just, but there's so many things that happen in between, like having to go through the Third Great Ninja War and the you know seasons long fight against Orochimaru and See, saving yeah. Sasuke and all these things. You know, these parts along the journey. That's why but the end thing is still he's Hokage. Well, you that's- know, that's- because that's not what's important.
1: That's probably too why it's surprising that now they just run the school like it just after three seasons they're done like I feel Mm -hmm. like they're done now, whereas in Naruto after three seasons it was like he he's not even a chunin he he hadn't even passed the chunin exam Sasuke just left like, I mean there was all this internal turmoil and I don't feel like that there's much of that here.
0: But it's like like any it's like any story like we always knew that they were going to destroy the ring in Lord of the Rings right like we you always know what the end is. And it what it matters and why you continue to watch something or go back and read something again or, you know, buy all the merchandise is because of how good the journey to that endpoint was.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, the journey is good. I'm just saying you didn't. I mean. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't able to predict maybe the train arc and stuff, but I don't know. I, felt, I did. I didn't feel like anything was too out there, you know, too, uh, like, unpredictable. You know, it just it felt like a fun, steady, good Story, like I don't know, it, mm. I I kind of felt like I knew the goal where they were heading that whole time. I don't
0: know. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm I saying. We, I think everybody did in the oh. same way that you always know what the end point is of any story. Well,
1: then what are you saying? Then what are you saying?
0: That I, I didn't know where they were gonna go. Uh, so it know. at a um, more uh, uh, what's it called? Um, the opposite of big, <laughs> not small, but uh, you know the more like. Uh, yeah, at a micro level, I didn't know what was next. I knew that the the series is going to end by them being at the top, or you know, we'll get like you know a post credit scene where like Soma goes back to the diner, that sort of stuff. Like those, the end point, if it's unless it's like an absolutely insane story, uh, is always known. But how do you get there? And so knowing, you know, after the first season, I was like, okay, well, obviously the series is going to end with them being at top at the top or whatever, or graduating or whatever it's going to be. Um, or he starts a diner in a you know Alaska or something you know, just something like he, he's going to get to his goal obviously, yeah. but I didn't know what was going to then happen in the second season. How are they going to? I didn't uh, like I said I don't I didn't know how they were going to continue with what they were doing at that time. Yeah. Like to get to the point that you have to do different things and certainly if you're going to be like several seasons long, how do you keep that fresh and do something different? I didn't know what they were going to do to do that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it does feel like they put a lot of story in like one <clears throat> cumulative like year for this story. Like mm-hmm. the timeline, we've only gone through one school year, but it's been four seasons, which is a lot of info. And I, I honestly, I didn't, I hadn't been thinking about it too hard until watching a ton today mm-hmm. and realizing they're all still in their first year. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I didn't th- thought about it too much. I thought that since the goal was the top ten. That like they were probably in the second year now because they had done so much like so Mm -hmm. many big things like they have these different like festivals that they go through. I'm like, how many festivals do you have a semester in this school? Like I don't know. It was to me, it felt like they were moving really good at like a fast pace. Like like I I feel like they could have maybe made it so that this was like his third year at the school, but they just shoved it all into one year and and they were they were like challenging the top ten so quickly. He, he like immediately started challenging like the number one seat and then they just started having these sh- the big like shokugeki showdown with, mm-hmm. with the central i mean i guess i didn't see any of that how, how it just it felt quick i, I don't know i'm not, I'm not really complaining because i enjoyed enjoyed it i just it just it felt like they stuffed a lot into one year and um i
2: don't know yeah i'm curious just like where they go from here like i I don't know if they're going to be able to keep it interesting going forward. If they're already at the top, like what's the next thing? Like the first year is going to start challenging them. and I don't know. Is are going to do a new prodigy, prodigy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like they can't, they're not going to be able to stuff as much, like you're saying, into the second year as they did in the first year.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I think I would be kind of happy if it ended right here
0: honestly yeah it would be fine i don't think that we need to see the entirety of their high school career yeah i mean i would Um, like to see
2: like like, the the ending you were describing where he like opens up his own diner or something
0: yeah that's definitely like a post credits of the series finale sort of thing you know like like all shows uh, you know anime or not you know you you get the wrap up and you see where everybody is you know 10 years down the road or what you know however many period of years Mm -hmm. uh so so we'll definitely see something to that effect whenever it's all said and done yeah uh but I think that, I mean, it, it really could be done here. I don't, the, the manga is completed. Should we check? I don't yeah. know how much <laughs> further it is. Um, I don't, that's the thing is I don't want to check. <laughs> like I haven't read the, like I want to read the manga, but I don't want to because I want my first experience with the story to be the show mm-hmm. uh, as it happens. Um, Cause it's just that good. And I just, I want to experience it in that fashion rather than reading and then watching the show and being like, Oh, I know what happens next. And you're like, mm-hmm. I don't want that.
1: See, I, I honestly, I don't mind doing that too much because um, exactly what you're saying, like the journey to the end goal is always mm-hmm. fun. And, I, and I, don't, I don't mind getting it like side by side like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you want your first um, experience for the show to continue to stay the yeah. show. rather Because you only being,
0: get one first time mm-hmm. experiencing something, you yeah. know.
1: And a lot of times I would go back and reread the manga to see if I could get more details mm-hmm. because right. I was I was not happy that it was over <laughs> like right, I, I was, yeah. i was satisfied you know but i was just was it on a personal level i was like man i want more time with these people mm-hmm. and uh and so i would always kind of seek out that's i think how the manga started for me just manga reading started mm-hmm. just because I, I got obsessed with certain shows and i just wanted to keep going right yeah i think that if it does continue it won't be at the school because there's nothing left to do
0: and it's not like yeah. the name
1: of the show is called yeah. school like the, the, <laughs> name of the school is called shokugeki it's like all about food battling you know yeah you yeah. can do that anywhere
0: yeah it would yeah that would potentially be interesting to have like an adult years the, like, opening up season I don't, even mm-hmm. think, I don't
1: even i don't even cool. think that i think that they would be sophomores in high school studying abroad or something like i don't think it would be at would this be school i think they would oh, go mm-hmm. somewhere else because mm-hmm. they mastered this they've you know
0: they beat everybody. Right. Like at this gym, on mm-hmm, the next. Mm-hmm. yeah. I really don't know. You know, you know, I think it'd be kind fine. of already said it like three or four times. I don't know what it is that they could do next. Yeah. Uh, but then, although like I said, I didn't know what they were going to do next after the first season. Um, yeah. And so you know, I have faith that they will deliver whatever it's going to be.
1: Yes, and I'm hoping that it's not over, even though it. It'd be fine if mm-hmm. it was. But. Like,
0: you never want something that you love to end, yeah, right? I'm but sure it that. has to at some point, and oftentimes for the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if it drags on forever, then you're Walking Dead, which somehow is going to have another season uh, this year. And that's wow. just such a terrible show. Because it's lasted way too fucking long. Yeah, It lasted too long after two seasons. Like well, <laughs> They should have cut it after the first season, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the premise of that show is, is the is that you don't get an ending like that. That's what the, uh, the authors of that Mm -hmm. specific story were, were intending is that it would be the zombie story that you don't get just this ambiguous ending. Like they have to deal with all the repercussions of the zombie. Mm -hmm. So I can, I honestly, as when I heard that that was their premise behind it, I was like, oh, they're going to probably keep it going too long. I didn't think, I thought with the, the comic, not the show. You know, mm-hmm, I thought they'd mm-hmm. have to wrap the show up, but I, obviously they haven't. So. There was
0: a there was a commercial for the coming season in the movie that I saw still earlier. The yeah, there's a new season coming. Daryl is still alive. Nice. Uh, Michonne is still alive. Rick. I did not see Rick in this trailer. Mm. Those are the only two characters that I saw and recognized.
1: Yeah, And Daryl's not even like a main character in the comic (laughs) right Right, yeah i I think he he's embodied in like tyrese and a few other people uh, Mm -hmm.
0: uh, yeah he's just as a character kind of overtook the show he's like easily like the most popular character in the show period uh he
1: He, he makes so much money at book signings too well not book signings like uh, at at, like comic cons mm -hmm. (laughs) like i bet
0: yeah and norman Reedus is in high demand uh as a figure i mean he's in that fucking kojima game right um But, the yeah, I I would be fine with it being done here, too. And it would probably be something that, if it was done, I would look back on it in the coming years and recognize that that was the appropriate time for it to end, and it's better because of it.
2: I think so, too. I think if they go any further, it's going to start getting worse and worse.
0: It certainly could. I think that, and this is something that Jordan and I have talked about several times, uh, the amount of care that goes into this and My Hero Academia is sort of unparalleled in the shonen landscape because they aren't committed to having to have an episode every week like Naruto. Mm, and so there's, like, there's no filler. They yeah. wait for the source material to flesh out as far as they need it to have a fledged out season, and then they do so. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't think that it's going to continue to the point of falling apart because there is, and certainly with the manga being completed, there is an end goal. Uh, or or an endpoint story wise. Um and so they would have to if they decided they were going to continue on, they would then be creating new original content for that purpose. And I don't think that they want to start I don't think they want to get into that. Yeah. Um the it not having to focus on needing an episode every single week, you know, fifty-two weeks a year like Naruto and Bleach did before it was done, uh b- Shows that they there's a level of care and dedication to the project uh, that I don't think that it'll come to that.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's kind of growing in popularity in anime, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. It' been with My Hero Academia, like that's something that they're doing now. They're taking the time to not put any filler in there because mm-hmm. it's frustrating. I'm watching a show right now that is weekly and it's good, but I definitely see why it's not as big as My Hero Academia and other mm-hmm. shows because. They have the filler. They have just fluff weeks. They have episodes that are just all telling us shit we just saw. You know, it's like, right. I don't need to re-see all this. I, I yeah. just, I've been binge watching the show. <laughs> yeah. Fucking
0: 20 minutes of Goku staring at Vegeta. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so, I, this, I, this is, I, if it was going to continue, I would be a little more worried about like the the, like the love interest. Cause I feel like he's, kind of invested in both of the girl, like the main girls like Irina and um, Megumi Megumi thank you Um, but I mean I feel like Will and I talked about who like he should end up with or like like if he's following like a traditional shonen like story but like if they fledge that out anymore like it could go for me it felt like it could go either way with his love interest and I kind of like the ending if it is this right here it being kind of ambiguous with Mm -hmm. like him working closely with arena yet megumi still like obviously like their dorm mates like they're Mm -hmm. they're they're close and like they'd gone through all the like they've been through like everything together like she was at his 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 hut or whatever when he was doing that like chinese food Mm cook-off against the second year guy Mm -hmm. that joins their team Mm -hmm. got his name he's cool though i like Uh, him for some reason i think (laughs) it's
0: kuba no Uh, the the, the chinese uh, specialist with the yellow hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. And yeah. then... Yeah,
0: yeah. I think Is it's like, Cuba. Ar- Cuba? I think so. Okay.
2: Um, They're like army of minions cooking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: He's just like Central.
1: <laughs>
0: right, yeah. <laughs>
2: um,
1: who, who, do you, who do you like best among the women? Like, who do you think... Uh, like who's best girl for Kenneth? Uh, for... Yeah? yeah. Who's
3: best I, for the show?
2: No, I, I feel like the show would probably be like soma and arena open up their shop together or something they work together creating new ideas always button heads you mm-hmm. know, to like improve their creativity and then megumi would be i think the, the love interest mm-hmm.
0: that's what and that's what jordan and i were talking about uh, earlier that i think that if you know to reference the most popular thing that has ever happened anime wise naruto i think that uh, the the uh insinuated structure of the character relationships in this show is that uh soma and ariana are like your naruto and sasuke like they're rivals they go like they they work together and like accomplish goals through each other and do that sort of stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) that as well yeah or like gohan and trunks Uh, the uh, but and megami is the hinata character which is the person that naruto ends up marrying uh, uh, well, <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah, from a Dragon Ball perspective, not a Z perspective. But um, in any case, that's the way that I interpret it: mm-hmm. is that Megumi is the one that would end up being the person that Soma ends up with, and Arina continues to be that constant rival of yeah. growth. Um, yeah, that makes sense. And then that they provide, in the same way that a lot of shows do—not even just anime, but like movies and stuff like that—they uh, provide hints and clues at everybody having different uh conflicted feelings about each other and like what does that mean or am i in love with him you know all that sort of yeah. stuff and definitely arena experiences that a lot um yeah that's
1: what had me a little confused because i could never tell who was the main like interest if it was supposed to be kind of like a harem style where like all the girls were into the one guy or if it was supposed to be like you know just like traditional like uh in anime where it's like the the not so outspoken, kind of like shy girl. Game. He's also like, totally
0: clueless about that sort of stuff. Like, it's that, yeah, that's, like that's, romance is not all... on his radar. Oh, yeah. He only cares about cooking. Well, yeah. that's, that's
1: why I think it was so hard for me, too, because I felt like the romance was in the hands of the women and it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's in the hands of the female characters. Of it often them. is I mean, in these scenarios. Both of them experienced different things that made me think, like, Irina's way more, you know, like powerful. I feel like, or you know, way more like a leader. I feel like she would be the one to actually make a relationship happen where megumi would like hope that they they stumble into one you know Mm -hmm. that would be probably how they would end up together and arena would probably like be too proud to ever like you know romantically get involved i I mean but it it was just it's hard for me to see it i guess from the outside looking in like Mm -hmm. who who is like the the intended um end love interest
2: you know like Mm -hmm. um I, I agree with. that. I think Arena is the more like realistic mm-hmm. uh, one. Part like should be the, the love interest, but I, I think story wise, like it just kind of makes sense mm-hmm.
0: going the other way. And I think because she matches him so well in all aspects of their characters, <laughs> the, Arena. I think because they match so well in all aspects of characteristics, that is why they wouldn't end up together. Mm-hmm. Because she has to continue to be the piece of steel that. He sharpens against and uh, the other way around as well. And for them to enter into a romantic relationship, story wise, uh, that doesn't flesh out.
1: I mean, it worked well in um, sword art, right? Like the main mm-hmm. girl and the main, like That's this true. badass girl and this badass dude, like yeah. they got together because, and they're both strong, independent, like. It's not like he ended
0: up with... Yeah, but then they push Austin to the side until the most recent season. And she ends up not doing hardly anything for several seasons. Yeah. And that would be... Th- that's why typically, and obviously somebody could do it successfully, I'm sure, in the same way that anybody can cook the fucking backstrap on top of the tendons. Like, you, can, you know, these things are possible and can be done, very difficult to do so. And generally speaking, whenever you then take your secondary main character who originally was there to help prop up the main character and the other way around as well if they then enter into some sort of like uh, enhanced relationship one of them is going to suffer character wise
2: that's Also, why they typically throw it at the end, too. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you, you have that, like with Sword Art, where it's in the middle of the first season or whatever, and then mm-hmm. it'll suffer for the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. But if they do it at the end, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm back and forth. I, I, can't <laughs> like, I like it too. Yeah. Like, I, I could see that as a cool ending where they're like a couple, and then the last scene is still in just fucking food f- wars, like all the time.
1: Yeah, I feel like Arena makes more sense to that they would end up together. Like, when rereading Harry Potter. Harry and Hermione should have gotten together. That makes more sense mm-hmm. than Harry getting with Jenny and and then Hermione and Ron getting together. Like it just it makes more sense because you know, it, it just does. I feel like in real life <laughs> that would have mm-hmm. yeah just because of how they had to interact with each other, they, they probably would have
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, ended up together, but it, like it fits a nice mold, and we like Ron, so we want him to get with the... the we like Hermione, so we want them to get together, especially because they both grew and developed into people later. Mm-hmm. I just... I, I see that here. It's like... I, I like Megumi. I just don't think that they would ever actually... like. Uh, Soma is so into cooking that, like, he would need somebody to just sort of, like, upend. Like, they would either... I don't know. I even feel like the accidental scenario that I said where they would accidentally kind of end up together. I feel like it'd be more likely that he would end up doing something romantic accidentally with uh Izumi. Because, like, I feel like they're challenging each other. And there's, like, that heat and that mm-hmm. friction. And, it, and, she, and Megumi's just such a pushover mm-hmm. that I just... Like in Naruto, like he probably shouldn't have gotten with Hinata. Like that doesn't really make that much sense to me. Like she's such a pushover, and like I never saw them get together. But like, I I just can't imagine him just being like, oh, now I'm into this pushover. No, like nobody cares, unless like you know she grows a lot as a character, which she has, and she goes and she studies abroad, and that was the whole in in scene where she grows as as a person too. But it's it's hard for me to see them ending up together realistically, but like anime format wise, it makes sense that they would end mm. it together. I don't know. It's, it's just that it, template.
2: that It's dumb unexpected. for me to
1: want realism in anime because all of it could happen in any way that it happened. Like there is no, like there is no mathematical perfect thing for love. You know, it's, mm. so it's, it's silly for me to even pick it apart as much as I am. But, um, uh, I, I feel like there, I feel like it's kind of almost propping up that it's like it, it's like I, I don't know how to say it without it maybe coming off wrong, but it's almost like propping up like these weak characters. Like it's okay if you're on on the back burner because it'll work out. You'll end up with the right person if you just stay true. Yeah. And it's like you won't. You have to make an effort to get with that person. Or he'll never see you because he's focused on cooking and he's working with this other hotter girl all the time. (laughs) Right. But the thing here
0: is that that's not what this show is about. The show isn't about the (laughs) romantic relationships, you know. No, They can kind of do whatever they want. He could end up with Alice. Right. And, you know, there wouldn't have to necessarily be any rhyme or reason. Like, you know, you would as a viewer and a fan, you would want, you know, at least a serviceable explanation for why he would end up with Alice. But th- th- at the same time, it kind of doesn't matter because that's not what it's about anyways, you know?
1: yeah, I guess I guess it's just in my head, I feel like it's it's reinforcing into a into our culture at least our culture is. And I feel like maybe that's also too why there's like this kind of stereotype around anime watching because it might I feel like there's like a lot of lonely guys out there that are that like, or lonely girls too, that are just out there and they're, they they put themselves in these roles and they're like, it'll work out in the end like it always does in my story. And it's mm-hmm. just, I feel like, I feel like I want to push the message like like you're the main character in your story. Mm-hmm. Like you should you should believe in, your, you know, like that's that's the message they're trying to say a lot of times in anime anyway too. Like believe mm-hmm. in yourself and like push and always grow and uh, be better for yourself the mm-hmm. best you, you want to be or whatever. And that's kind of, not really. I guess the vibe I'm getting with this, these like characters and the like love interest sort of. I, I don't know. It's it's silly for me to like just. I guess have a critique on all anime like that, but I just. I mean, you don't know, know what I'm I saying. Think, yeah, you know, I, I think know. that's yeah. a good point, though.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, it's just, definitely I something to, worth considering. Yeah, yeah. I guess
1: yeah. I just wish there were stronger characters or things that happened. Um, you know, m- might not work out just because we like them. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. It is just, it is a nice show and it's a fun show. So it's it's good that things work out. It's not like everything needs to be so dark and Game of Thronesy, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I guess I guess that's kind of what I'm saying. Like I want anime to be <laughs> to have that like scary realism of things not working out. Mm-hmm. But that I probably wouldn't enjoy as much <laughs> anime as I do if it was like that too.
0: Yeah. So if it was all like that, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. there is anime like that. There's there's an anime that fits any sort of. Uh, mold or idea that you have it's all out there um is it all available not necessarily uh uh, not everything makes it to Crunchyroll or Funimation here in the states Uh, but the and another thing with like you know where where you kind of want Arena and Soma to get together and it makes sense on paper is like the same reason that like you want the two best teams in the Super Bowl you know like you <laughs> want to see number 1 and number 1 together you know doing the thing you know whether it's uh, the competition or now they run the business or whatever it's going to be you know like you always want uh, you know, typical kind of human nature is that uh, certainly in American nature where we're constantly uh, the idea of being an American is to progress and grow uh, is that you always want to see the best at the best, mm-hmm. you know? And so having the pairing of uh, Soma and Ariana is you know, kind of like symptomatic of that mentality of, of course we want the best one to be with the best one because why wouldn't you want that, you know?
1: Yeah, there's there's just like a lot of, yeah. I mean, I I almost don't even, yeah. Hmm, I don't know what I'm I'm <laughs> Can, getting my words out because I feel like that's close to what I was thinking. but, mm-hmm.
0: but. I think it's just part of yeah. that idea. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I don't think that that's probably not like the entirety of your idea, but that's just like a, a facet of it that, you know, it might lend to that uh, mode of thinking where it is kind of bred into us to want the best to be with the best or against the best or whatever it is, you know, like the, the, the cream rises to the top,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, like Rod, uh, fucking Macho Man Randy Savage said.
3: <laughs> the cream rises
0: to the top, or whatever was fucking <laughs> voices. Um, hmm, I felt like I had another question that I wanted to pose, but I, I can't remember it right now. I don't know. I can't think of it.
1: Why does that? What? Why does that one brother lose all the weight again? Like, is it just when he's? <laughs> is it just when he's like serious about it's like cooking or? or
2: something?
0: Right. It, it has to do. Yeah, it has to do something with, like, his cooking habits. Like, okay. uh, it, it's, it's you know, it's just, like, a gimmicky joke. Right, it's, yeah. a, you know, just a, a good comic relief to, to show, like, oh, all of a sudden he's thin. What's that all about? Right. Well, see, it happens whenever I'm doing this. You know? So, yeah, and he's, like, uh,
1: super handsome, too. They're both, like, Right, like, nice, yeah. You know, and then he goes back to, like, chubby mode, and he's, like,
2: uh, just... <laughs> I really want the other brother's knife just for pizza when I make
0: The mezzaluna? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Super plant. cool. I had ordered one one time and then Amazon sent me the wrong one it was like I had ordered like the 15 inch or the 17 inch uh, and they sent me like the 13 inch and it was like considerably less it was like like maybe like this big or something like that I send it back and then I just didn't order another one (laughs) I lost all heart
1: Every time they're slurping, like, noodles in this show, I always think of you, Kenneth, just because I always think of you ramen. I, I because you're annoying to well, eat no, with. I just, I just think of you going to actually get ramen. Oh, yeah. So you, mm-hmm. you go to, like, the ramen place, so I imagine you being, like, the the customer they're giving this, like, great ramen to, and it's like, ooh, <laughs> and, like, I imagine you getting, like, the pretty ramen with all the meat in it and all the, like, fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, have you ever, like, made ramen like that, or do you... Uh,
2: ramen takes a long time to make, I think. Yeah. It's, the, it's the, all the broth, you know? It mm-hmm. tastes like... I think typically overnight to to let it like sit there and get all the flavors right, you know? Yeah. So I don't know, I don't know if I ever do. And then you'd like, if you want fresh made noodles, that's also another whole thing. Uh, Yeah. That's a lot to deal with. Yeah. Did you have any recipes you were going to try? I know you asked me, I didn't. didn't Oh, from
1: Uh, from Shogugeki? Or maybe that might inspire you to do something, not necessarily try their exact recipe, but.
2: Yeah, I can't think of anything I'd really want to try off the top of my head uh, from the show, but I, I do, I love the episodes where they're just like, trying the same thing over and over again mm. and just tweaking it all and it, obviously like all anime has those moments just montages of them like right figuring yeah. stuff out but like it really makes me just want to like try to just start cooking more yeah. mm-hmm. what about you Will? are you inspired to like cooking thing, or
1: have you been inspired from this show
0: yeah it definitely gets me feeling that way um you know wanting to try something new or do something you know or whatever um in the same way that, you know, I have fleeting moments of inspiration from a bunch of different things. I never follow through. Uh, but yeah, definitely. It sometimes makes me think, well, what if I start trying to learn? Like, at least certainly after like the first season, I was uh, pretty frequently thinking I want to learn more and more about Asian uh, cuisine and how to prepare it and do all these different things. and um, never came around to doing any of that. I did get a walk and i made stir fry like a couple of months ago um just kind of winging it uh, and it was okay but uh, you know i I wouldn't i I might have done that anyways Mm -hmm. you know at some point you know because i always have liked asian food and so at some point i would have made stir fry in my life you know (laughs) even if only once yeah
1: (laughs) yeah Uh, i mean my only thing was the sauces i keep thinking about those do you guys know how to make sauce Uh,
0: at a very basic level what kind of sauce well, I mean, I guess really kind of just anything because um, at, at its base level, you're just distilling down something. You know, you're re- – depending on what it is, you might be uh, reducing like an actual like hard item like the tendons in the, you know, the venison yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, plate like you were talking about. Uh, you you know, you're either reducing something and getting, you know, its uh, condensed version in a, a sauce or um, – or you just, you know, basically like blending liquids. And like pretty much every time that you make a sauce, you cook it, you know, you simmer it for a very long time and it, you know, uh, evaporates off the liquid component of it so that it gets thicker and all that sort of stuff. And obviously you can do it a million different ways, but that's, at, at, you know, at, at, at its core, that's kind of what sauce making is, okay. you know, from a starter's perspective.
2: Is that kind of what you did? Yeah. I mean, it's always like reducing, uh, like you're saying, the liquid is like typically like some kind of like... Alcohol too. Mm-hmm. White wine or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's always shallots. Shallots are always in sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A shallot? It's like a it's like an in between oh, like an onion? an onion and garlic almost. You know, it's like oh. a small onion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can use it interchangeably mm-hmm. with onions sometimes, but um yeah, I think they just have a lot of flavor, you know. Um, so yeah. We made we made like a, I think like a Brenaise sauce one time for uh, dipping the steak oh nice that's pretty good that's that's actually what
1: i wanted to like ask if like mm-hmm. you had done something like with a like to complement a meat because the only mm-hmm. th- i mean i've made gravy but i've never made like yeah like a dipping mm-hmm. sauce like that that's cool yeah mustard one time, but it was stupid because the recipe called for yellow mustard, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I have to buy Heinz right. mustard to make this mustard. Right. That's stupid. That's <laughs> like, not. That doesn't make any just, sense at all. That's yeah, so it weird. Was <laughs> it was really good man, mustard. Don't get me wrong, but like it was, it was just dumb. I was like, oh, that, yeah. At that, that point,
0: you're help. not making mustard. You're just adding something to mustard. Yeah, and yeah. just turns which out is out. fine, but you know, just call a spade a spade. Like, don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just
1: name it jordan's mustard fancy mustard or whatever but right like, yeah. but don't say like i'm making
2: mustard
0: i'm yeah uh, you're creating a variation on mustard is yeah. really what that kind of is that that's hilarious yeah and, and, and <laughs> that's
1: what was fun about this show is like i'm um, uh, your brother kenneth told us about um that uh sell sells at work that uh that, mm-hmm. that okay. anime that was um well he was the one that told me about it i think okay. mm. um, it and it's this anime where they're like they're inside the body and we're following around this uh, this white blood cell and this um, shoot
0: and a red blood uh, cell. Red the blood the cell. main character that we follow more than anything is the red blood cell, but she's got the white blood cell friend that she keeps running into. Right.
1: And he's like the uh, and he's just like a, and a like a super awesome like. He's badass, a cop. Yeah. <laughs> like he can, yeah. And that show is cool because like I was watching it and I, I feel like they're trying to teach you like all these medical things and that's like the fun little side note I think from this show is that I want to believe that like all the food things that they're, they're talking about, they've done research, you know, I I mean, Mm -hmm. the show probably wouldn't have gone on as long as it has if it, if they didn't do some sort of research. Yeah. If
0: it was disingenuous, then it wouldn't sell.
1: Yeah. So, so watching it, I feel like I'm definitely going to be thinking of things that they do in the show while I'm cooking, Mm -hmm. whether, whether I do the methods or things that they do or not, um, you know, that, that'll be one thing. But, uh, I, I it's, it's fun when you can learn like secondhand in a show just because it's so mm-hmm. interesting. Like right. I can't I don't know if I could tell you what I learned though, other than <laughs> other, other than putting onions on meat it <laughs> <break. laughs> But that's cool because it like they, they did like they explained this chemistry where like the onion broke down the meat mm-hmm. to, like and made it, you know, more tender. So mm-hmm. um yeah, the, the the second watch of this show will be like like A study guide, maybe oh, yeah. <laughs> not really, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm sure I'll pay attention to more of the cooking things. Yeah. Should we start a cooking club?
0: A yeah. cooking club, <laughs> I mean, that could be neat. <laughs> <laughs> just, be
2: our fair. first thing will be sauce because that's what yeah, I yeah. right. <laughs> I, I just I need more like consistency in my cooking. I, every, I try new things every now and then, but I always forget it, you know, a week later because I'm never no. gonna do it another year, maybe.
0: Mhm. I just I constantly just wing everything. Yeah. Like I might look at a recipe just kind of like as a framework mm-hmm. and be like, okay, so the goal is to uh, break down the meat mm-hmm. and to put these things on it. And so now I'm going to go do it some other way, you know, like it's just kind of like that's how I get like the idea and like the structure of the, you know, the path, like, you know, should be, you know, at least adjacent to. And then I end up just winging it and doing You'd something else. Make it in central. I wouldn't. <laughs> the only time that I really follow things is now that I've got that Instapot, like you have to follow everything with that because otherwise you're going to blow up the house literally. So <laughs> I, I, that's the only time that I like religiously follow whatever it is that I've looked up is with the Instapot.
1: Well, I'm definitely going to look up some of the recipes in this and hopefully I'll be able to get a sauce from it because I don't think I'm going to copy the recipes because a lot of them are kind of, they're it's just, just foreign to me. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and all, a lot of them are just themed in, in ways that I've never seen. Like, mm-hmm. Also, I don't think I could tell you what French cuisine is. We, we we went to school with him for like a season with that one guy and I, don't, I couldn't tell you what makes it French cuisine mm-hmm. except for probably the sauce but I, I, like we were doing earlier I can't remember how to say freaking sauce and I know that that's like that's a thing that like uh, that people say in cooking like there's always like this base and if you know how to I think that there's, like, a single bass that if you know how to do that, you can implement it into, like, many, many other sauces. Mm-hmm. And
0: um, It's like your three chords on guitar. Like, you can yeah. get anywhere with very little. With, with like, this one thing, you can mm-hmm. get to anywhere else with, you know, further, you know, education and walking down the path. Yeah. But that's, like, the starting point, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. Do you know what French cuisine is?
0: Not. I mean, it's, it's like, all just, like, snails and tiramisu, right? Like, that's it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's all styles, too. Like, it's not necessarily. Oh, style, like it's, yeah. You know, it's not like they only cook escargot or something. Right, right. yeah. Like, it's, like, they use a lot more sauces mm-hmm. in French. You know, they use sauces everywhere else, too, but in French, it's more about sauces. Um, I'm sure it's different spices that they typically use, you know. Mm-hmm. People like, Japanese. I think Japanese don't use, like, powder spices much. They use, like, um, liquids, like mirin, mm-hmm. a lot more to get the flavor, and it's all, like, marinated and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, all, it's all just different styles. You know, typically it's all meat, and typically, like, rice or something, mm-hmm. you know. Meat and starch. Yeah, meat and starch. But
3: yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: I liked in um,
1: just like maybe one of the last little notes I'll say about the cooking is in like I think it was in this is either at the end of season three or like right at the beginning of season four. But it was they uh, it was one of the shoku they did and they threw a ton of these chilies into um, the recipe and it was mm-hmm. almost like overwhelmingly full of these red chilies and it right. made. Um,
0: that was the alligator dish that Rindo yeah. did. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, and I, oh yeah, and she said it was like based on a Cajun style meal. Mm-hmm. There's an American one. We did it. We found the American ah uh, alligators. <laughs> alligators. <laughs> we eat alligators here in America. <laughs>
0: Um, and that's it. <laughs> that's, yeah, and
1: it's
2: way better than elephant. I think
1: that's what they were yeah, eating, he
2: right? Was, he was elephant for some reason. Where did he reason? get elephant? I, I mean, he didn't use elephant, I don't think. Why was he an elephant? I don't know. Because I was dude. confused.
1: I was like, I don't think he was cooking elephant, but now he's an elephant. <laughs> and he's fighting this alligator. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, have you guys ever cooked with peppers like that? Is basically what I was getting, like a dried pepper. Is was what they looked kind of like. Of any... They looked like dried... Really? Was there, wasn't, was it of, wasn't that the food I
2: th- the Probably.
0: I thought they were ancho chilies. Which is just like the dried version of a, uh, um, okay. of like a, yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. But yeah, because like every, in the same way that like we call uh, dried uh, grapes raisins. Yeah. Like it's the same thing, yeah, but like because it's in a different state, so it gets a different name. The same thing with peppers. is chipotle
2: like just dried jalapeno or something? Yeah, like that's, like that's
0: it? all it is.
1: <laughs> it doesn't become a chipotle pepper until it ripens on the on the vine so uh-huh. uh, jalapeno is not ripe they're green still uh-huh. and they'll, they'll turn red uh-huh. and that's when they become chipotle peppers okay. mm-hmm. and then uh, and
0: you have to dry it like i think, it, I, yeah, I th- I think it, maybe like i might be wrong to, but but like every pepper has like an, a, a dried and a non-dried form and they have different names have and you, I, like i didn't know that for a long time yeah
1: um have y'all cooked with dried peppers though
0: like uh, that has, that's been super. I don't think that I have. I've only time. ever used just like regular peppers. Uh, you know, just like, you know, you know, uh, fresh. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that I've ever cooked with anything dried.
2: I might have done it in like a stir fry or something. Oh, mm. yeah, okay.
0: That would make sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I watched this um, YouTube
1: channel of the it's Liziki. She's this um, uh, girl in China, and she uh, she does a lot of cooking. And there was and like one of her you know, neighboring channels, is like, you might like this too. They, they both, it was another girl in another completely different area of China. Like they were, you know, and, um, it just, they, they both were using these dried peppers. And, and then when I saw them do it in the, in the show, I was thinking like, man, that's really cool. I, I, I don't know how to do that at all. Like I mm-hmm. don't even, I don't know how you would cook with one. I feel like if you threw it on a, in a pan, it would burn cause it's dry. Like what's it cooking? I always mm-hmm. thought there was, that it had to do with the water, like the, I guess I thought there was a lot more with the water
0: revolved around. But usually you would want to let it like steep and then you get the flavor out of the water that way. Like whenever I make enchiladas, Mm -hmm. I do that with jalapenos. Um, I'll I'll like blend them up and – or well, first I'll boil them in the water and then uh, then I blend them up and make them into like a puree. And then I use the jalapeno water that they were boiling in uh, as like the base for – like the, the cheese or something. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've done it. But yes, it's it's about okay. sort of like distilling the flavor into a liquid.
1: Okay. So you could, yeah. So I guess you could take the dried ancho chilies or whatever mm-hmm. you're using and throw it in some water and make... Or you could... I mean, I guess you use dry spices that are all ground up in a bottle already. Yeah. that's the way you can just throw and just, in. And like
0: just peppercorn. You know, that's a, that's a dry spice. Th-
1: I'll just have to play with it because just watching this show and then that YouTube channel, just there's so many ways to like preserve food or use a preserved type of food, like just a dried chili pepper. It's just, it's really interesting. And, mm-hmm. and just like them adding the element of smoke to a lot of things in this show, having it be like trying to use it as like a complimentary flavor. I've only mm-hmm. done that successfully, I think. Um, and it being like an original intent behind it like once. And it was when I made jerky not long ago. And it, mm-hmm. and it was like, I wanted it to have a smoky flavor and I left it on, like, this the pit for, you know, four or five, four hours or something like that. And then it did, it really had a good smoky flavor. And I was like, that's cool. I've never, I've never honed in on the smokiness of the flavor before mm-hmm. and actually tried to get it. But I could tell in that jerky. And that was really cool. So, um
2: yeah, I guess I want to do more like stuff like that, just like guys. We should do a cooking podcast.
0: A cooking podcast. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Cookiecast.
2: laughs> We learn like something new every week or something, and then we talk about it on the podcast. Oh, right. I don't have time it's for cool. that. <laughs> but it is aju? I think is what you're. Hey, aju. So, I don't know how you say it, but It's with juice. A U you know. space J U S. Yeah.
1: Nice. I'm gonna you know, ask my mom.
0: She took French in high school.
1: France. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't think I. Yeah, I think we. We got it. This, mm-hmm.
0: Right. I think so. I don't really know that I have too much else to say about it.
3: Neither.
1: Yeah. What stood out like among the in the show like in the season or in the, in the show? Both. both. And let's say this uh, season though, So season. it's limited down. Because it was a little.
2: I mean, the battles were pretty much what this was. They, this they was about. feel like they went through the battles pretty quick, which I guess. There's so many that kind of had to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, like they just started and right away they're like, "I'm ready," you know. Right. Like mm-hmm. the first contestant or whatever. You
0: know? Yeah, I think that at least it's like a standout for the entire series, not just yeah. this season. The something that I'll always think about whenever I try to find a good way to define the show is during the train arc, whenever Ariana's giving them lessons and they spend like an entire day learning about the hundred different kinds of potato that are in Hokkaido. Yeah. And it's a, such a great example of, um, one, the research that they do to have this knowledge, to be able to make it come across properly in the show. Uh, and then to the spirit of the show where it's about, um, learning how to do something that you hadn't thought of before, uh, with, the knowledge that you're gaining you know through this journey that you're on mm-hmm. um, the fact that there's like a hundred different kinds of potatoes in this one region of a country you know yeah. this one island hokkaido uh and and that they have to learn the differences of all of them and how they're applicable in different dishes and how you can then come up with an idea of you know what to do in a given situation i think really defines the show in a, a really spectacular way
1: yeah nice i like that sounds good anything for you um I'm trying to think of like if I had to like pitch this show to somebody like what would be the standing out characteristic and um it's probably just right along that same vein as Will's it's just like the amount of like I think honestly I'd probably make it even more simple and it's less about the anime it's just that they it's it's a show that they put all like a lot of time and energy into a lot of focus and they didn't do any filler you know, mm-hmm. that's pretty critical for this show since, yeah. and since you're kind of learning, you know, some stuff as you go along, it's really fun because it's food. Um, I feel like that really makes a big difference for this. Cause like if there was filler for this, it would be frustrating because you can tell in filler that nobody's really getting any better or mm-hmm. growing, you know, mm-hmm. it, but in this show, you kind of, some of it might even feel like filler just cause all they're doing is battling, but they're not. It, I mean, everything is progressive for the show. It's, I don't feel like there's ever a like a low point. It's just it's all, mm-hmm. you know, very good. And I, but that's not really, I guess, the standout characteristic of this particular show, other than I'd say the research, I guess, that they yeah. do into it, and it makes the food really interesting because <laughs> it has all of our characteristics that we that we like for um, shows, you know, or at least that mm-hmm. I like for shows. It has like your simple, basic main character that uh, is easy to wrap your mind around. He's consistent. You know what he's going to do, and you know that you can count on him in a pinch. And right. then we have uh, the interesting side characters. And it's, 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 it's a very good show. And it's just, it, it, they did the research and they didn't cut any
2: corners. I think mm-hmm. that it's just, that's all I can say, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I think it's, it's the the humor. is like the standout thing. It's just unexpectedly funny, like all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I am laughing a lot. I <laughs> Watch this There's
0: a bit, like, I think, and I think it's in the first season. It's when they're at uh, uh, the elimination camp at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, soma's walking to the bath and he runs into Ariana, right but like it's as the season is ending and they are playing the opening music uh but it's just soma humming it like it's not even actually the music he's just humming the tune and it's fucking hilarious it's just such a funny uh moment
1: like they almost broke the they broke the fourth wall or whatever. Right. But yeah. They did it again in this the last episode of this season where uh, they're like, "Are you a new character?" <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. and some random new person. Right. And they're like, "No," and he puts his glasses on and says, uh, "Yeah." <laughs> but yeah, no, I like that. That it is unexpectedly funny, and mm-hmm. that that's definitely critical in in a show where it's so thought out and serious almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. it's that's that's good. Makes it lighthearted. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. Yeah, they, they weave in the components, you know, pretty seamlessly oh, and yeah. perfectly. It's a, it just on the humor. The show is like made me laugh more than almost anything else. I think the show, the single show that made me laugh more than anything was The Devil as a Part Timer because it's just a fucking outrageous <laughs> fucking show. But the the humor is you know 100 here. The, there's no element of this show that takes a backseat to another element. Right. Uh, which is like was sort of something that i touched on on the intro uh, that i you know opened with uh, it, it, everything is there constantly mm-hmm. um so it's, just, it's such a great show uh, you know which we're kind of uh, we're getting to the point of repeating but <laughs> uh, I, I don't know did i have anything else uh, i guess yeah you
1: need it. um yeah so next week we're starting high life or this week right high life uh yeah Jesus christ
0: uh, um, it was the first seven chapters, yeah, first seven, we're, chapters. Seven, seven 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 we're breaking it in, in thirds
1: and uh, like we said, it's by Artemis, Fa- or it's the the guy that did the Artemis Fowl series. I forgot the author. I can't remember his name. But
0: it's a Owen something, yeah, a very Irish name.
1: Oh yeah, beard uh, or something. Yeah, some mm-hmm. fun. Um. So yeah. So just start read the first seven chapters of that, and uh, you know how to find us on Instagram and Twitter at ears underscore stamps, and then dogearsandtimestamps at gmail dot com.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. Congratulations, Kansas City, for winning the Super Bowl. And taking down California, which is a good thing. <laughs> Thank you for being on again, Kenneth. Thanks
2: for having me. Yeah, thanks, Kenneth. I hope I can and, be uh, back for my hero. Of course. Yes. Yeah.
0: Look forward to that. Yeah, uh, keep watching the anime. Keep watching the anime. People at home. Yeah. Um any case, uh, I'm Will Hedrick. I'm Jordan Schaffer. And it's Doggers and Timestamps.
3: Bye.